welcome you're watching medically speaking and i am inakshi upreeti it's a very special episode we're going to be talking about hepatitis today now many of you may wonder why are we talking about hepatitis because it's the world hepatitis day what's the significance of this day to begin with we will simplify this topic for you what is hepatitis is there a prevention is there a cure and in case you have it how do you go ahead Uh, to discuss the same of course i have a panel of experts with me as usual i have dr arora dr anil arora is the hod of the gastro department uh, of the gangaram hospital i also have dr sanjeev segal with me uh, dr segal uh, is the principal director liver and hepatology uh, he is of course from the max uh, chain of hospitals and also i have dr sudeep khanna he is from apollo he is a senior consultant of the gastro department he is from the apollo chain of hospitals thank you dr sanjeev Thank you very much for joining us. I'm going to start with you, Dr. Segal. Uh, you know, when we speak of hepatitis, why is it such a crucial problem? Right now, many of my viewers may think, "Well, it's coronavirus. Why is she even talking about hepatitis?" But I was just go- going through some numbers and I jotted some of them down because they are very, very startling and they should really. almost scare everyone one person according to a who report dies of hepatitis every 30 second now these are hepatitis related illnesses viewers now if you even see what's happening in covid uh, i don't think a person is dying every 30 second globally due to covid perhaps that's why uh, the theme of world hepatitis day also is that it cannot wait we need to talk about hepatitis we need to look at cure prevention and much more right now over to you sir so so hepatitis is a huge burden in our country as is it in worldwide and uh, you'd be really uh, surprised to know that the, the the burden of hepatitis in india is actually still continuing despite the advances which you had in medical sciences now what is hepatitis hepatitis basically means inflammation of the liver the liver is inflamed and the prime reasons for hepatitis in our country are the hepatitis viruses which are of mainly four types the hepatitis a and e and b and c we divide them into two groups now a and e are self limited they are spread through blood uh, water on an fecal route and usually are self limiting but hepatitis b and c are huge burden in our country and they are spread by parenteral route that means by infected body fluids and blood and all and in india if you look at the burden hepatitis b has a prevalence of about 2 to 7% and hepatitis c has a burden of about 0.5 to 1.5% so they constitute a huge number of patients who have this in, uh, this infection in the, in the country and these are very important cause of you know liver related deaths in our country they not only cause liver inflammation they cause liver failure they cause cancer and so on so i think that uh, this world hepatitis day on 28th july is absolutely on the right you know direction where we say that hepatitis cannot wait and it is uh, uh, it should be our topmost priority to curb this disease at the earliest prevent its transmission prevent its spread and treat it at the earliest so we can discuss this in more details as we have this uh, panel going on Well, absolutely Thanks and dr arora i would like you to come in here dr segal very rightly spoke about what an endemic problem it is and how you know deep rooted it is in india again you know taking you from through some numbers which i have collated 40 million people hpv uh, hbv infected apologies that if i see it's almost 11% of the global burden of hepatitis so as far as india is concerned uh, it's something we should be discussing right away because it really is an emergency isn't it dr arora 
Yeah, thank you, uh, Minakshi, for having me on your show. I think it is very pertinent that you have tried to raise an issue which is of far more importance than Corona alone. There is no doubt Corona is a big pandemic, but we should understand that Corona will come and go. But conditions like viral hepatitis have come and have not gone back. They have stayed. The basic difference between Corona and the viral hepatitis, we know we know very precious little about. corona whereas we know every damn thing about these viruses which affect the human beings there are two types of viruses as sanjeev said the one which are transmitted by the feco oral route that is contaminated food and water which are totally preventable this is a disease of developing in poor country countries like ours like in india or the south asian countries whereas it has been practically eradicated from the developed world so simple provision of the safe drinking water and hygienic education is something which is, can prevent this menace of hepatitis a and e but the biggest yeah. problem lies with parentally transmitted viruses hepatitis b and c which are neglected as you very rightly said there are about 40 million carriers of hepatitis b in india and yeah. unfortunately majority of them they do not even know they are have carrying this virus so not only are they threat to the to themselves in terms of disease development but they are also a potential source of infection to the family so with this increasing awareness we can not only diagnose them but prevent their siblings their children their families and you have raised such an important point dr aroda because uh, the more i read about it the more i was just looking for statistics you know but the more i read about it and dr khana perhaps you can come in here the more i read about it and more i realized that as far as hepatitis is concerned of course it's hepatitis b load which is pretty high significantly higher in india the bigger problem is awareness you prevent yourself also when you are aware forget reaching the point of treatment far as immunization is concerned far as regular checks are concerned would you say that there is as dr uh, professor arora just said uh, and very rightly so there a lack of awareness which we need to tackle right away uh then actually thank you for having me on the show uh, and dr arora rightly said that there is lack of awareness uh, i would add another part to it that you one is lack of awareness another part is you know that something like this exists but you are not ready to accept it yes right because we you know the uh, biggest prevention against hepatitis b is vaccine right hmm. so in a not uh, too far ago study was done in children from india almost 1 lakh children and they found out that only uh, approximately 50% of these children were vaccinated against hepatitis b so 50% so, so i'm going to interrupt you here and i have one more question just a follow up question to you only Isn't it covered under universal health immunization? Yes, I think uh, 2009 onwards so, is a part of that. But yeah, still, you know, this yeah, so why are that, children not vaccinated? Yeah, no, the same reason. You know, people are scared of COVID vaccine. What is happening? So you know, the anti-science lobby everywhere in the world is so strong that it becomes a problem for us to help people. Unfortunately, that is you know about the vaccine. Yes, we need. more information to be spread about hepatitis b how it is transmitted and you know deliveries happening in villages no mother is tested for hepatitis b and in india vertical or horizontal transmission from the mother during delivery and during close contact of first 5 7 years of life is one of the most common causes of transmission of hepatitis b so you know people need to be educated and tested it is about being tested and treated and prevention right absolutely testing is 
crucial when it comes to prevention but uh, you know dr arora um, we very rightly spoke about how people are not mm. even ready to accept it so clearly there's a lot of stigma around it what can we do because there are a lot of laymen who are perhaps watching this show what can they do to begin with to end the stigma around hepatitis yeah you know if you look at the stigma it is more to do with hepatitis b than with hepatitis c you'll be happy to know minakshi that for hepatitis c now we have a discovery of this wonder drugs called daa in which just one pill per day for a period of 3 months can cure almost any type of hepatitis c so this is absolutely curable any any it the hepatitis c is as curable as any other bacterial or viral illness problem is with this hepatitis b but, but the biggest problem with hepatitis b is people are not aware of it that they may simply be carrying the virus in the blood for ages before they come down with an advanced liver disease called cirrhosis or presenting for the first time with an advanced hepatocellular carcinoma so my advice will be anybody who has had blood transfusion in the past anybody who had had major surgery tattooing needle prick trauma or even dental manipulation at any point of time do get check, check up for hepatitis b in case you are incidentally carrying the virus there is a very good therapy which is available which will keep you totally safe and prevent you from very you know horrendous uh, diseases like cirrhosis and hcc and if you are not protected please get a vaccination now coming to the vaccination for hepatitis b we are running helter to help from helter to shelter to get a vaccine for covid which is available only for last 6 months with a limited history of efficacy whereas this vaccination for hepatitis b is available with us for three decades it is dirt cheap very safe very effective and also gives you 100% protection so we are doing a national survey and i believe that very small population in india is aware of this fact that the vaccination is available which is very cheap effective and gives you a complete protection so the least I we can do is at least those who have been exposed to blood transfusion should get themselves screened and if the virus is picked up in the early course of the illness you can be totally cured of the liver disease sure. dr aroda when we speak of prevention when we speak of cure uh, what really can someone do who is already infected with hepatitis b prevention uh, where you spoke about screening testing awareness education that's the foremost you know a step which everyone needs to take but dr aroda what about cure yeah you know there are two aspects to a patient who is suffering from hepatitis b Mm-hmm. unlike other illnesses like tuberculosis or uh, coronavirus or any other illness you either have a disease you re- either recover from it or you die of the disease whereas unfortunately in hepatitis b if you get an infection today as a totally novice virgin person then 5% chances are that as an adult you will carry the virus in the blood for next after 6 months that is a called chronic carrier state unfortunately once you are a chronic carrier with hepatitis b you will almost always remain a long lifelong carrier and these are the very people who are likely to develop disease later on in their life they continue to be symptom free they do not think they have a disease and hence they do not bother about it see in a developing country like india where the problem is that of employment for getting the bread for getting your housing for having the basic livelihood so the priority which is given to the management of hepatitis b always takes a back seat so that is where the role of screening and testing comes if a person who is incidentally positive for hepatitis b if he has a regular checkup can be treated with antiviral therapy he can have a practically normal life 
at the same time once he is infected he has a potential to transmit the infection to his wife to his siblings to his children so if they can all be prevented so it is a chain of events if one person can be prevented other can be prevented also it's like in coronavirus if you are getting vaccinated then you are contributing to the community because you will not be a spreader subsequently and if a lot of people get vaccinated you get a herd immunity similarly in hepatitis b if one family member is protected it is a good you know onus for on them to protect their families and the children so an early diagnosis regular follow up and prevention of the family members goes a long way in preventing major complication which come later right uh, dr khanna you know when we speaking of covid uh, and hepatitis cuz there is of course a fear of nowadays even the third wave looming on our head and those who already are infected with hepatitis are they furthermore immunosuppressed because we've seen that in liver uh, cirrhosis patients tell us more about it are they at a greater risk uh, in case they get covid uh, i mean actually if uh, they do not have cirrhosis right whether it's hepatitis b or c they are uh, you know no high risk of uh, getting the infection even if you are a cirrhotic you are not at high risk of getting the infection problem could be once you get infected then if you are a cirrhotic and you know it is decompensated in the form that you have fluid in your abdomen or your bilirubin is high your albumin is low your ptinr is high that means liver function has really gone down mm. then you are at increased risk of complications of covid this mm. is the group you know where the outcome may be poor but otherwise a compensated cirrhosis who has mild covid uh, does not need to worry uh, worry much and uh, uh, being infected with hepatitis b or c does not mean that you have higher chances of getting covid that is absolutely wrong hmm no no higher chances of getting covid but the fear of course uh, also looms in the mind um, of death when you know of these uh, patients but okay rightly mentioned it's it's more risky for those with liver cirrhosis those with hepatitis of course can go ahead and as dr segal also suggested they should continue both their medication even if they're given steroids uh, but that, dr arora go ahead sir go ahead. and that is the reason you know there should be no fear of getting vaccinated that is why hmm. vaccination is so important and that was the next point i was going to take it to dr arora you sort of answered it for us uh, you know so dr arora no fear of vaccination for those who have hepatitis dr khanna do has sort of answered that question for us yeah as uh, dr sudeep very rightly said once you have a liver involvement from any cause be it non alcoholic fatty liver disease hepatitis b c post transplantation setting or alcoholic liver disease you already have a compromised liver liver is an extremely vital organ in tackling so many processes including metabolism of the drugs which are given for covid including immune system which needs to be coming from the liver only and as as it also it is affected by so many other mechanisms which tend to occur in patient who have severe covid so once you have a severe covid liver is likely to be involved in majority of the patients so that is where the borderline functioning of the liver will certainly put it down so all the more reason patients who have an underlying liver disease be it fatty liver hepatitis b c it's not that they should not have it in fact they should be given the vaccination on a priority basis even mm. though we know very well that the vaccination induced antibody response may not be as robust it may not be as brisk and as in a person who does not have a liver disease but still whatever it is it is worth it rather than trying to push them back they should be put in in the front line because liver is a vital organ which is going to handle all the drugs which are to be given to the patients with the severe covid 
or the drug mm. or the systemic inflammatory response of liver right. of which liver is an important component Absolutely. of antibiotic right and and dr segal you know since we are talking about coronavirus um and of course those who already have hepatitis you know the one thing which comes to my mind as we are all discussing is the importance uh, of early diagnosis of early treatment in which patients you know do the conditions worsen so much that perhaps it could lead to liver cirrhosis and for the more complications right i think uh, the point is very uh, clear that early diagnosis is uh, a uh, very important in uh, hepatitis uh, treatment uh, usually if you say a uh, rapid deterioration that happens in you know patients who develop what is called as acute liver failure which is something like you have a simple jaundice because of hepatitis a or hepatitis e for example which you have had earlier you know, because of contaminated food you know roadside food you eat salads and all and then you develop a jaundice now sometimes in a very small percentage this patient can develop rapidly a developing jaundice can have altered sensorium may become you know drowsy and they have to be taken to hospital and you find that the blood is not clotting well and then they actually need an icu admission so that's a rapid uh, deterioration which is seen in uh, these patients this is called acute liver failure second group is those who have got a chronic disease like hepatitis b or c or non alcoholic fatty liver disease they are stable they are in their homes then they develop a superadenal infection like they may in fact it is known that even with a new infection like pneumonia or covid or anything else or a viral infection hepatitis a or e on top of that this is called superadenal infection then they develop a liver failure which is called acute chronic liver failure so these are the two situations where a patient will have a rapid worsening will need to be going to the hospital emergency will need an icu admission and in both the situations quick diagnosis and early start of treatment is very very important to save these patients in a timely basis they are really critical uh, you know i would so say quick diagnosis uh, early beginning of treatment is important but you know we are almost reaching the end of our debate and dr khanna i think at the start you just mentioned that a lot of people uh, are not even aware that they are living with hepatitis how would perhaps a person know that they are living with hepatitis we spoke of the urban rural divide as well we spoke of lack of awareness what are the symptoms which one can look out for because many as we are rightly talking about are not even getting screened uh, that's a very good question which has actually no answer i'll be very frank because unless you develop acute liver injury that is you develop jaundice or something or loss of appetite fever for a few days you will not get tested that what is happening so for most of the patients with hepatitis b and c patient is just asymptomatic you know they may be picked up they have gone for let's say gallbladder surgery so in most of the hospitals bigger setups you know you would test them for presence of hepatitis b c and hiv as a routine pre surgery and you pick up these patients or someone has gone to donate blood component for someone who's admitted so this blood will be tested before it is used on someone else there these uh, infected people may be diagnosed okay this individual has hepatitis b c or plus minus hiv so otherwise for hepatitis b patients to find out based on some symptoms is not possible unless the liver disease is far advanced right, right. for hepatitis c of course uh, tiredness is a predominant symptom in some patients so if you have fatigue throughout the day with no other explanation you know the other common factors being vitamin d deficiency thyroid problems or any other hormonal disorder then one must check uh, themselves for hepatitis c infection 
fatigue can be a predominant symptom with hepatitis c but for b to have a specific symptom which make make one thing the other thing is if you have any family member with hepatitis b then you know it's very simple and there's no confusion that you need to get tested otherwise it's very difficult to pick up that is why you have to screen at least the higher risk population all the pregnant ladies so maybe we can achieve some uh, better results with that yeah but in most pregnancies uh, it is a mandatory screening nowadays yes, maternity yes, yes, at least absolutely, yeah absolutely yeah dr arora you know we we spoke about who all should get tested how important it is for testing uh, you really an authority in this field sir what will be your suggestion to policy makers of this country perhaps who are watching this show yeah my practice is totally different anybody who comes to me i as a routine screen for hepatitis b and c as rest of the panelists have very clearly said that if we keep wait, waiting for the symptoms to be present before we make a diagnosis and we presumably under a wrong impression think that we have picked it up at an early stage i think we are mistaken the only way to pick it up and diagnose early and start treatment is by doing the test so my suggestion is any time you go to a doctor for any disease so if you are getting your blood test now we have this card and kits available which are very cheap and very sensitive and specific just get a screening test done for hepatitis b and c which is a routine thing a lot of pharmaceutical companies do come and help you they'll have camps you can have uh, lions club rotary clubs welfare association why not anybody in any time an executive check up is becoming a routine everybody just gets everything done really you know i i'm i'm sorry i'm interrupting you but you know you're talking about every second person should get a check but if you look at those routine health checks which people get annually because my whole family does i don't remember any of us getting hepatitis test at all absolutely that is what we need to make it difference you know that is what i raised the issue in my own hospital in a routine check up if you are testing for hepatitis checking check testing for blood sugar urea creatinine thyroid function i think it becomes it should be mandatory because this is something which is totally treatable this is something which is preventable and if you do not pick up in an asymptomatic individual the cost of the treatment which you have to pay that is totally horrendous and enormous if the patient develops a long standing liver disease so depends on where you are practicing i as a policy ask all patient and none of my patient ever refuses to get these tests done and see all executive checkups all lions club rotary club they can simply have one time drive and even if you pick up one percent of the population it is still cost effective in terms of treating the patient at an early stage of the disease preventing the spread amongst the family members and this may have you know onerous complications especially if you pick it up in a young unmarried men and women who want to get married it is a nightmare for them but if you treat them well if you make them safe for their spouses i think we will be doing a human service to them i seen a very um, interesting advertisement which said when we go to the matrimonial website we look at the salary packages why don't we look at hepatitis and status as well but uh, dr segal I, i personally think we are a little far away from that as a country we spoke of stigma lack of awareness um, who are these people you know uh, of course we had dr khanna tell us uh, pregnant ladies of course need to go for that screening you have those who are living with um, others in their family who have hepatitis they are the ones who could be at a higher risk and must get screened uh, but in, in in your view sir one wall should get screened and 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 secondly um anything we can do to prevent it other than screening other than vaccination i mean uh, see the screening uh, is as uh, you know dr arora just mentioned you know this is something which we should follow in our practice in a universal way 
and we have to identify the high risk population which we have already discussed people who are drug abusers for example if you are having you know a family member who is positive hepatitis b or c you have to get it checked if you have a liver disease already or some other problem where you makes it makes you more prone to liver problems then there are people who actually have high risk behavior you know like things which can you know uh, spread the virus so we also need to know how this virus is spread from one person to other common is you know going to a salon and getting a shave you know the razor which is used maybe it's the contaminated one and maybe the source of it being transmitted to many people at the same time sharing of toothbrushes you know then uh, interpersonal relationships you know you have to be very careful somebody in the family has got uh, you know hepatitis b or c and the blood you know which spills out you need to know how it has to be cleaned because even a small minute particle of that blood is sufficient to contaminate uh, it to other person then people look at dialysis and all for renal problems uh, for kidney problems the dialysis center where it is done it has to be following all the protocols that it is following very strictly blood transfusions so these are the things which make a person prone to hepatitis b or c people who are actually for example you know having uh, you know problems of uh, immunity transplant deficiency they are again more prone right so so i think that uh, we need to understand which are the highest group where this uh, virus is uh, transmitted from one easily then we should follow universal practice of you know screening uh, these people we should uh, focus our attention to the group where we can have maximum outcome as far as we concerned and you can treat them at an early stage right so so that is my message so be aware screen early test early the more you test the more you are likely to pick up the problematic group in a society and then you can treat them at the early stage all that right. would be my message to the society. all right last question to you dr khanna it is something which we can eliminate what do you suggest the government perhaps policy makers you know medical institution doctors even the common man you know task for to you what do we all need to do to eliminate hepatitis because that's something which can be achieved at least it's a goal which we can think of perhaps many years later from now on uh, very true you know it's not that we cannot uh, defeat uh, hepatitis b infection but uh, as an individual you know i i can only think of you know vaccine being made mandatory which is very difficult in a democracy Cool. Right. Short of that, nothing else is going to help. As far as my, you know, limited opinion is, yeah, and individually, you know, high risk behavior, as Doctor Sagar said, if you can avoid those behaviors, then transmission gets reduced. But without vaccination, vaccinating every newborn for next maybe twenty years will not be able to reduce the burden of hepatitis. but certainly we have a uh, uh, throw of suggestions from our experts i think uh, dr roda you have a very interesting suggestion you know since we all go for annual health checks we all have corporate health checks uh, why not hepatitis why not include perhaps even hiv uh, interesting conversation food for thought i hope all of you are listening and i hope some of your ideas do get incorporated Uh, this was a special show on hepatitis if you do like it subscribe to our channel on youtube as well and also uh, subscribe to us on our website medicallyspeaking.in/news thank you for watching